the, the, the creator between us, which is the power of connection. The prayer of the friends, Creator, thank you for gathering us in this lesson so that we can turn to you. Help us always, sorry, help us be read of uh, lightheadedness and always be in the right intention. Connect us as you wish. Help us be impressed from each other and add efforts in our longing to you. Give us the ability to draw the reforming light in order to wake up and awaken the people of the world. Hello, we will read selected excerpts for Passover, continuing from number 28 under the headline, The Exile in Egypt. Yes, we're continuing uh, with the same topic, the exile in Egypt, and we're advancing, we're moving ahead. I hope that until this uh, holiday, the week of uh, Passover, and what we will have following it, that we will go according to the stages of the vessel that is uh, developing and correcting itself until we reach the great corrections, that we will feel them inside of us, in the connection between us. No one feels within himself the stages of advancement and coming closer to the Creator, but only between a man and his friend. Pay attention to that and and don't forget it and develop that place. That place between one and the other is called the field that the Lord has blessed. That it could be that all in all there is only grass there, 
some wheat, nothing else besides that. And maybe great fruit will uh, grow there that everyone can enjoy. It all depends on how much we establish the right relation between us. So, in the meantime, let's continue. Please. Selected excerpts on the topic of Passover, item number 28, the exile in Egypt. It's impossible to emerge from exile before one is in exile. It is also known that the Holy Torah is eternal and applies to each and every generation. Also, we say in the Haggadah, the Passover story, every generation one must see oneself as though he came out of Egypt. For this reason, we must know the meaning of the exile we are in and what it means that each generation we must emerge from this bitter exile. Meaning, in each and every state, we should think only about how to rise from it, since it, nevertheless, it is called exile, when we are outside of in order to bestow the connection between us and with the Creator. And each and every moment, we have to depict ourselves as though we are coming out of Egypt this moment, coming out of the disconnection between us. This is how we get closer, another step and another step and another step through these stages to the complete redemption. No questions, then please continue. Excerpt number 29. It is written, remember that you were a slave in Egypt. Who says that being a slave is so bad? After all, there are people who want to be slaves. As was said, that the slave said, I love my master. The thing is that exile is according to the level of of suffering and pain that one feels in the exile. To that extent, it is possible to be happy without the redemption. This is like light and clee, meaning that the suffering we suffer from something is the clee, the vessel that can receive light in it if it liberates itself from the suffering. That is, we should first of all depict to ourselves the state that we're in, that this is called exile. Exile meaning outside of the desire to bestow, of the connection with others, of adhesion with the Creator, of the feeling of the true reality, eternity, wholeness, that we don't have all of these things inside of us, but only the feeling of the beastly life is what fills us and what pacifies us and silences us. And this is how we live, as much as we live. That's it. And after that, there is no continuation. 
this is why, as it is written, you shall see your world in your life. If you're going to attain your world, the true spiritual world, then you should attain it, and you should attain it in your life. And if not, then you're as a beast. And this is why we have to put all, all of our forces in order to awaken ourselves to the spiritual goal that we have to achieve it and truly see ourselves today that we are in exile from spirituality and we are drawn to redemption. Да, дорогой Раф, вот я сейчас услышал от вас, что мы выходим э, от разобщения между нами. Я вот никогда не слышал, чтобы вы так э, это говорили, так называли выход из Египта, что мы выходим именно из разобщения к, к, к связи, к объединению. Можете как-то объяснить поподробнее, что значит, что мы выходим от, из разобщения? Coming out from separation to connection. What does it mean that we're coming out of the separation? That we come out of the exile to redemption. Exile is when we are far away from each other. And in general, we're not even connected to each other, you might say. Sometimes we are even in conflict, in collision with each other, in our ego, in our pride. And we see that in the world, how all the nations, all the countries, that's how they are in collisions between them. And so we need to realize that the exodus from the exile is apparently in that we start to connect between us in heart and soul as one. And then to that extent, we come out of the exile and we begin to feel the connection between us. And this is called, this attainment is called redemption. That to the extent of the connection between us, we will discover the Creator, that he is hiding between us and then according to how much we will be uh, we will tie to each other all the people in the world uh, all the all the friends we will feel that the creator is becoming revealed and in which forms in which degrees which stages and this is how we already begin to stamp on the degrees towards correction. Okay. The group of Kabbalists, when they come out, do they discover that they are coming out of the shattering in truth? They discover, they reveal that we were separated and now we'll be connected? The group should discover that they are in exile, that they are not connected, that they have between them truly a great gap in uh, their perception, in, in their thinking, in uh, 
the way they uh, accept reality in uh, thinking about the future. Later on, they begin more and more to get closer and to understand that it is impossible to exist in such a way. But rather, they begin to feel that it is necessary. It's necessary to advance. It's simply a must. Then they begin with that inclination to also feel the concept of the Creator. The concept of the Creator is awakening between them. Okay. Вот таким подъемом над материальным. Вот вы сказали еще, что мы сейчас в чем живем, это только животное наше существование, наши житейские заботы. This exit it has to be by rising above corporeality, because you said before that what we feel today is only the beastly life, this animal life, the earthly concerns. Do we have to feel that we are rising above this level? Yes, we have to rise above uh, corporeality because it doesn't uh, become 100% important for us like before when we were still immersed in it, but rather we begin to understand that attaining our uh, existence, our eternal and whole existence doesn't even depend on matter, but rather we live like, uh, I don't know how to tell you that, but in between the stars the planets. And this is the state that we are drawn to. Every friend feels pain from the exile. And when we gather in a congress or in a Shabbat Haverim, the joy of us being together is so great that this uh, deficiency, this pain disappears. Instead of multiplying itself through the friends and through the gathering, it disappears. How do we somehow overcome it? We shouldn't be drawn to uh, sufferings and unpleasant feelings. We should be drawn to connection and whatever comes out of our connection, joy and and a good feeling and and etc. This actually is what is uh, required of us. What is demanded of us is to reach the end of correction. And, And there... It's all joy, happiness, eternal, unlimited connection. And this is how we should see ourselves. Each and every degree that we attain in spirituality should be more and more powerful in the joy, in the connection, in the good feeling. This is how it is. Tu hai detto che noi se non facciamo uno sforzo rimaniamo intrappolati in questa vita bestiale, no? You said that if we do not exert ourselves, we'll remain in this beastly life. 
When we exert uh, during our meetings, our gatherings, we feel that we're doing a good job. But what are we lacking in order to start believing that what's actually happening to us, uh, the way things happen to us, this will bring us straight to the goal, meaning what's happening to us in our corporeal lives, everything that's happening is just the Creator leading us, but we remain uh, sort of hypnotized by this thing. What are we lacking to understand the Creator is leading us? We need to be more connected to each other, then we will have between us such a common feeling that we are going towards the revelation of the Creator. This is how it will be revealed between us as a thought, as a uh, desire, as a depiction that we will be able to give ourselves. You said we need to see that we are in exile. Do we need to realize that we are in exile for salvation? Yes, if we want to come out of the exile, we will start to feel how much there are forces, inclinations, and, and inner qualities that they all exist inside of us, inside each and each one of us, that do not allow us to come out of ourselves and get closer to others. This is actually a force of Pharaoh that he doesn't let us connect. And he says, go and uh, work, each one of you, according to his desire, according to how he understands it. And this is the work of Egypt. And we will have to somehow to put together forces in order to exit, to come out, and see that we're not capable of finding these forces anywhere, but only that we cry out and the children of Israel sighed from the work. And this is how we will run away from Egypt, from the rule of our ego, from the rule of Pharaoh. Is, is the exit from Egypt like waking up up, and they feel joy, and they feel the connections. Yes. Yes. The exodus from Egypt is already a feeling that we have a way that we know what we should be, what we should reach, what qualities we should acquire how we should uh, appear on the next degree outside of Egypt. That there is no worse state than remaining in in order to receive, meaning in Egypt. How do we hold on to this stage? Only together. 
There is no other answer here. There is no other answer. The Creator helps us to the extent that we want to connect and to come out. And we pray that the friends feel, uh, uh, attain this feeling. Certainly, we have to. It's not that we just can, but we have to. Um, How can a person check each time that he's truly in connection? He tries to put together each time a, a greater and greater connection that is more true, more tight. Then he sees how much he's not yet in that. And he prays that the Creator will arrange this connection for him. What do you do against the ego that doesn't let you check sometimes truly if this is a true connection or egoistic connection? Prayer. We have nothing else to do but only to pray to the Creator. We live in now, consider the state of exile. Yes. So we construct the state of exile above any and every state we experience each moment, since all of the current states are states of lack of connection. Correct. That's right. This is how we come out of Egypt. When we want to come out of the present state, and reach a state where we are more connected. We have no other milestones or landmarks of uh, how do we take a step forward from the present state to the next state and from the next state to a state that is even further ahead and further ahead, but only according to the increasing connection between us. This is what we need, meaning if today I am with my friends in a certain specific state in the connection between us, in our heart and soul, in our thought, in our agreement, in all kinds of things, then I plan for the next step, for tomorrow, what state should it already be? How much can I be connected to them on the next step and a step further and a step further because the end of correction is when we connect in heart and soul absolutely so that nothing remains in us that is distancing us even one millimeter, one from the other. In what way our environment influences and our, and our and my ten influence my perception of reality? The fact that my ten is uh, 
internally coming closer to each other, by that we also influence all of the other tens because we exist in a single system, in a single order that is working with all of its parts. And then for sure, even if one ten becomes more solidified altogether, then this ten operates on all of the other tens, on the entire structure of the vessel of Adam Harishon, although it's broken, more and more towards connection, solidifying. We can ask here in the study hall. Uh, sometimes the Creator gives a person a feeling of a closeness to a friend. You feel, it, you feel him in your heart to such an extent. You say, wow, how can it be? And then he takes it away. You try and you, you, you fail. This feeling and the, and the pain that you're not there, is this the exile? I can say this is the exile or not. Exile altogether is this connection from the Creator. And the means for it is um, coming closer between the friends. And so according to that, you should decide where you are. But a person goes through many disconnections throughout the day. What separates various disconnections from the actual feeling of exile? The feeling of that person, does he feel that he is truly in exile, that he was thrown away from spirituality, that he has nothing that pertains to connection and love and spirituality, in short. But a person didn't feel himself that he was in spirituality, this quality of bestowal. So how can he make a distinction? He should depict himself. What does it mean to be together with the friends, close to them, connected with them as one man in one heart? He should depict it to himself. Headline, the Klippa, the shell of Egypt, 30. The Klippa, the shell of Egypt, is a general Klippa. It is where the sparks of Kedusha, of sanctity, fell, which the people of Israel, who were in Egypt, had to correct. Thus, first there must be pain and affliction, for not being able to exit their governance, as it is written, and the children of Israel sighed because of the labor, and they cried, and their cry came up unto God because of the labor. And God heard their groaning. How will we reach this stage of salvation from this exile together? We now depict ourselves as uh, searching where are we. Clearly, 
We are not in redemption. Are we in the exile? Let's measure it. Let's check. What state are we in? Exile or redemption? This is the difference between disconnection between us and connection between us. That in the disconnection between us, we don't feel the spiritual world and the Creator. He is then concealed, hidden. And in the connection between us, we feel ourselves as connected together, as one man in one heart, in a single desire. And the Creator is then revealed inside our desire. And this is called redemption. But then the Creator shines in our vessel, in our collective heart. uh, This is considered that the light of Ensof is revealed in the vessel of all of the souls. This is what we have to reach, meaning everything exists inside of us and everything depends on the degree of connection between us. Let's hope that we will reach that. And we are learning together by what means we can bring closer our emotions, our hearts, so that we will feel all of our emotions in a single emotion, in a single heart. And then we will feel, each one of us, instead of uh, the individual feeling of the Creator, we will reach a general collective feeling of the Creator. And this will be called complete redemption, that we are all connected between us and also with the Creator. Who is managing us. The question uh, comes because sometimes we seemingly build connection between us and we present it to him, but it sounds like we have to build the deficiency, the desire for connection between us, and, and then present that deficiency. We need to feel this deficiency. Yes, we are usually going through left and right, left and right. On the left, we develop a deficiency, a desire, and on the right, a little bit of attainment relative to this desire. This is how we advance on both legs. So they come to a feeling that even if they don't want the connection, it's still it's necessary for them. No, but, but each time, in each and every state, we reach a decision that, unfortunately, I can advance only through connection. I don't want it. But I discover that there is no choice. This is how I come back to the right track. I start from the left side, and then I reach the right side. And from that to the middle line.
In the talks between us, since uh, we talked about Passover, friends are describing the exile they're feeling and the difficulty to come out of it, and it touches the heart. friends we lost uh, we were kicked out for a second and this is our work wait we are truly in the beginning of the of the way we haven't yet uh, entered it we were not yet learning about uh, Egypt and all of our corrections are in memory of the exodus from Egypt so everything is still ahead of us thank you I also want to ask about prayer a prayer from the connection, a prayer about a friend. When we hear a friend who is expressing something and it touches the heart, what can the prayer for the friend do? We have to make him stronger, both by uh, talking to him and also through an inner prayer, each one of us and all of us together. And what, uh, what, what does a true prayer look like to, to, to help a friend? Simply to connect in one heart and from it to turn to the Creator. Try to do that. It is very beneficial. Even if seemingly it's uh, as, a, as a acting, as playing, later on it will be felt more and more, it will become more serious until you will truly feel that you have a single vessel, a single heart, and then you will turn to a single creator. What request should we focus on as a ten? so that the Creator help us out of exile as all friends. That we, first of all, must be together, as it is written, from the love of people to the love of the Creator. First of all, it's the connection between us, the connection between us also includes the scrutiny of who we are, what we are, what state are we in, what state should we reach, to whom do we turn, and so on. What does it mean? Each one shall help his friend. And then bit by bit, we actually reach a state where from, the, our, from our broken system in which we depict ourselves that we are there, we reach a more and more corrected system between us in which we are connected and the Creator is in our center. And, and this is the essence of the correction. The klipa, the shell of Egypt, was 
that each one could work only in order to receive in return. But without a return, meaning only to bestow, he does not permit any action. This is considered that Egypt was narrowing or constraining the quality of Israel. Meaning it's a shell that grips, that um, holds on to the person and allows him to think and perform actions only for his own benefit and truly with zero for the benefit of uh, someone, something outside of the person himself. This is called the shell of Egypt. Of Egypt. Again. Again, 32, our sages said, anyone who constrains Israel becomes a rosh, a head. That is, who can control the quality of Israel? Only he who is the rosh, the head, he governs. Then he constrains the quality of Israel, not letting one work for the sake of the Creator which is called to engage in chesed, mercy, but only in reception for oneself. This is called the klipa of Egypt. This means that all the thoughts, intentions, desires, actions that are for oneself, it is called Egypt. Anything outside of that for others, for the Creator, outside of the person, this is already outside of Egypt, and it's called Israel. So, it is said that there was pain and suffering under the rule of Egypt. One cannot go to the Creator in an unhappy way. So, how can we work happily in this situation? That is, how do we return to the Creator while suffering so that He can help us? When we are in the exile, we feel the exile, but we also feel how much discovering the exile is necessary, that it in itself pushes us to redemption. And therefore, even though we have suffering here from uh, our uh, work in uh, harsh labor, that we have to be under the press of development, under the rule of the will to receive, on the one hand. On the other hand, we also realize that it is impossible without that. Just as now, we are in a certain state where no one is really happy, no one has anything in their hands that they've attained already, we don't have any feeling and understanding and, and seeing of the upper world. However, along with that, we nevertheless are happy to some extent that we are on the way, that from one day to the next we're advancing. And we can also feel it according to the materials, according to the topics that we're going through. And uh, I remember how I wrote in my diary 
what we're going through, what we learned, what exactly we asked. Back then we didn't have computers like now. And I was writing and writing and writing all the time. And uh, it filled me uh, greatly. I could see how from one day to the next we're, uh, we're following a certain plan. And also later on I talked with Rabash when I was with him one-on-one. What is this plan? So... He added a little bit, not much, but nevertheless, he would give me a few more points. And from that, I truly felt that I have light ahead of me. How do we advance? How do we sort things out? What things do we need to develop within a person? How do we open up our heart, our soul, more and more in both directions in the will to receive and also in the will to bestow. And bit by bit, bit by bit, this method would open and close, open and close through something and its opposite. As Bala Sulam writes, that this is how we attain each and everything. Good morning, dear teacher. What do you, as the upper one, mean in the word attend? Is that a structure of Adam Rishon, or what, what does that mean? Uh, an action within the ten, I mean the minimal spiritual state of egoistic desires that they can annul themselves in the minimal form in order to exist together and be directed to the Creator. In order to learn from your experience, you said that you used to keep a diary or a schedule. So you used to write questions there during the day and come to the lesson with them? Yes, I would also do that. But more than that, I asked Rabash in private. I spent many hours with him daily. So I had enough time to ask him. And I would. And he would answer. Sometimes I would write down these things in a notebook and sometimes I wouldn't. It was also during a trip or during a drive and he would sit next to me. Uh, 
לא היה חסר. and deviations and how do you know that you are on the on the path and what does each turn need to add to you and i would really want to know the general plan how do you bring a person from the zero that the creator has created him until gmar tikkun on each and every step on each and every degree the order of the degrees that the necessity of each and every degree on each and every level. This was very important. That's really what a friend in the ten recommended, that as a ten every day to scrutinize what we went through and measure towards the goal, whether we came closer or not. Very important. Very important. Do it. Do it. It's worth. It's worthwhile to.
it's worthwhile to dedicate effort to it. I am built in such a way that if I don't know the general plan of why everything exists, I can't, I can't just study. Just to study, this is a piece, and this is a piece, and this is a piece. If there is no connection between them, right? And that was the same in school and university. What is the purpose to study a certain theorem, a certain formula, something, if I don't know what it can belong to, where is it coming from, what is the necessity in it, and so on. It was very difficult, meaning not the topic itself is the challenge, but the challenge is where is it coming from, where is it born from, and why do we need this is important. And if I already know that, then there is an approach and a tendency, and then I can, I can study. So here we're learning the purpose of creation. It's very important for us to understand to know the general picture, the place of each and everything. How do we approach to the general map? Because all of this is the... Certainly, you need to try to rise above the ego that is conquering each and every one within their own framework and rise above that sensation, that feeling and connect together above time space and motion really in a spiritual way. For this you don't need to travel anywhere or do any physical actions, but only actions in the desire. Do this and be successful. We're reading selected excerpts from our sources and the topic of connecting the world and the last generation. We're in excerpt number eight. By Bala Sulam from the Peace article. It is best for us to agree and accept the words of the Kabbalists that Hateva, the nature, has the same numerical value in Hebrew as Elohim, God. 86. Then I will be able to call the laws of God nature's commandments, or vice versa, the commandments of God, nature's laws, for they are one and the same. What does he want to say to us? That there is nothing other than the system of nature that is called Elohim. There is nothing other than that. And we need to relate to it in such a 
a way to everything that surrounds us. Wherever we may be, whatever we influence, and whatever influences us, that we are an integral part in that same system that is called nature, or Elohim. And this is why when we say that Hashem Echad, His name is one, we mean to say that other than the system that we are in, there is nothing else. Only one force that is acting according to what we receive. We understand that the desire of this force is to bring us to unification with Him, only not in an obligatory way, forcefully, but through awareness, through recognition of the good. As much as we understand and sense and feel Him, accept Him as the good that does good, to that degree we are able to come closer to Him, connect with Him, cleave to Him, adhere to Him, and we come back to Him, to nature. So you're saying I'm not activating the brain, right? Stupid. But what's the right approach to reach connection? Because everybody understands that if he annuls towards a friend or the ten, so you can reach it, you can annul before someone. Opposite that, you have in nature the opposite force that is called the ego that doesn't allow you to do that. Because otherwise, if it wasn't so, then there would be no value in you transitioning to connection. There would be no value here because you are overcoming the rejection. Your connection is receiving a value in this, forces, degrees. And then out of this, you already begin to so what's in our ego that's so hard to overcome? Why is it so hard to overcome it? What's the reason? Because you don't want to overcome it in the correct way, together with the friends and the Creator. So what is A friend in the ten, during the descent, I think of myself and ask of the Creator to help me. It is difficult to ask for the ten. What do I do? We think of the ten as much as I am dependent on the ten. As much as I depend on the ten. Because me, myself, I don't count. I'm not absorbed in any system. I'm not registered in any plan of nature. But as much as I'm in a 10, and in somewhat in that 10, I can determine the direction. That's the only way I count. As much as I push the 10 towards correction. Thank <laughs> you. 
Excerpt number nine, please. Nature, like a skillful judge, punishes us according to our development. For we can see that to the extent that humankind develops, the pains and torments obtaining our sustenance and existence also multiply. You have a scientific, empirical basis that His providence has commanded us to observe with all our might the mitzvah, the commandment of bestowal upon others in utter precision in such a way that no member from among us would work any less than the measure required to secure the happiness of society and its success. As long as we are idle, performing it to the fullest, nature will not stop punishing us and take its revenge. I can hear you, Rav. I hope Tzvika hears this. Again, that sentence... As long as we are idle, performing it to the fullest, nature will not stop punishing us and take its revenge. And besides the blows we suffer today, we must also consider the drawn sword for the future. The right conclusion must be drawn that nature will ultimately defeat us and we will be compelled to join hands in following its mitzvot, its commandments, with all the measure required of us. Clear? What he writes, we will still need to keep the laws of nature to the extent that is demanded of us, and there's nowhere to run from this. Clear? What isn't clear? It isn't clear when he says that nature will defeat us and we will be obligated. Yeah, nature will defeat us. It'll press on us from all directions in a way that there'll be nowhere to run to, but to keep all laws of nature in a complete way. Nature will obligate us to do it or to ask for it? What to ask for it? Who's asking? Nature is putting us into such corners that from them we can only come out through keeping the laws of nature. So why not obligate us already, right now? No. We need to scrutinize exactly what our attitude is. We want it or not. And also, if we want it or not, we still were under that press of development. But still, we need to be partners in this. Let's see Tel Aviv 3. Rav, why is as 
as much as we advance, as much as we develop, the commandment of bestowing to the other becomes more serious. Right, because we're going through a gradual development towards the correction of everyone together as one man with one heart. So we need to develop more and more towards connection between us as one system. And that's why, and according to that, our suffering, the states we go through, will become more and more general. Collective. That the previous generations didn't speak about it. And in our generation, everybody's already speaking about being connected, all kinds of parties and uh, groups and connections and Yes, but there is something irrational here. As much as the ego develops and he will grow the system of mind, what's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. It's irrational. That's in order to scrutinize and discover that we can't keep that law of mine is mine and yours is yours. We can't keep these things. As much as it seems to us that it's a good thing. And we develop and we can um, also support it with technology and no, we won't be able to. Eventually, we all depend on one another, really dependent. I don't know, um, let's say eat the four. Sometimes, old friends, bigger than me, exit from the path. I fear that also can happen to me. How can I work with it? It's not from wisdom. What do they have that they're tossing this away? What? That's what Bala Sulam writes about. That many people enter and walk the path and fell off and left. And what? What from that? Nothing. And then they went into the grave without any memory of them. So we don't want to be like that. We want to organize our vessels before we die as animals. And by that, we'll get our part in the eternal spiritual world, and that's how we continue with adhesion between us and the Creator. Next, Michael. Excerpt number 10. I have already said that there are two ways to discover the completeness, the path of Torah or the path of suffering. Hence, the Creator has given humanity technology until they have invented the atom and the hydrogen bombs. If the total ruin that they are destined to bring upon the world is still not evident to the world, they can wait for a third third world war or a fourth one, God forbid. The bombs will do their thing. And the relics who remain after the ruin 
will have no other choice but to take upon themselves this work where both individuals and nations will not work for themselves more than is necessary for their sustenance. While everything else they do will be for the good of others. If all the nations of the world agree to it, there will be no longer there will no longer be wars in the world for no person will be concerned with his own good whatsoever but only with the good of others i only see the women asking right no well Woman, Latin 15. How do we, how can we know what nature demands of us for the benefit of society? We read about it. We read what the Kabbalists tell us, that they already attained it, they already received it, and they're passing it to us. That except for connection, we don't need anything. Only connection. What? Are we waiting for an angel to come from above and teach us? No. Through the Kabbalists. They... Give us the whole method. Beseder. Good morning, teacher. The revelation of the general creator in the group, what is a state or action in relation to the entire Bnei Baruch in the world? I'll tell you, it's revealing the Creator in general, our mutual Creator in the Ten, is a revelation of the hearts that they all connect together and discover that they're similar equal, identical, everyone towards everyone. And this general unity of all the hearts that is revealed, that's what gives the feeling of the Creator. That's why there is no Creator. There's a general mutual feeling of all hearts together in one heart. It's a very special feeling, such that fills, completely fills everything. That is the state we have to get to. There's nothing better than that. of suffering. So I'll ask about the path of Torah. It is written that a person learns wherever his heart is. 
So if he follows his heart and he needs to f- invest in this study, for example, I can listen to your test lessons all the time where you teach about the worlds. I connect to this study and I feel this is where my heart is. But this I do on my own. In the morning lessons when we're here and we study something else. Is this also okay? That's also good. That is also good. But by studying tests, you're learning about things that you completely don't attain. But you're depicting something to yourself in your mind. Just as anything which is abstract. What we're learning, we want to awaken certain feelings, certain sensations. And that's something different, meaning we're really developing the organs of our soul. Thank you. Balasalam writes about that if we don't move, then bombs will do their own thing. And in this way, nature will force us to move. The question is, how does our connection in the tent relate to the fact that Bombs will stop dropping. Pray for it. Ask for it. But together, together. And you'll see as much as it can really affect the bombs. And we are with you. We'll also pray. Rav, you just explained to Artyom that we have to pray for all of this to go away. But during the during the world prayers, we are more grateful for the Creator and asking for our unity with the understanding that the relation to what is happening is different from what is happening in the Ukrainian Kli and the Russian tense for obvious reasons. Is it right to ask for unity and rise above everything on the corporeal level to rise on a higher level and asking that all of this will pass through the unity of the world Kli as a single ten? I agree with you. That's right. You have to ask for peace for the whole world. What else are we going to do? Thank you, Rob. question of the friends that are very concerned in the state of the state of Israel. Can I ask? I can't answer because I have no business in that. 
Well, try. Friends are very concerned. They see that the state is very very tight and they're asking if uh, they should do Ramchal duties in order for, for unity. Pray for connection, general connection, that's always good for sure. And we also have here and there we have excerpts by Bala Sulam that he says that if we won't reach if we won't build our nation so we're going to scatter again and leave this place and we won't have any way to exist together. So we're in a very critical state either to here or to there. And it all depends on as much as the nation understands that its connection has to be above all contradictions. Thank you, Rav. After the Congress, he recommended that we choose a 10 or 2 that can be close to us and for us to be connected throughout the whole organization. So what do you think about watching the lesson with another 10 or rotating 10s? Will it add to our discernment or can it harm and you do not recommend It's hard to say. It's not written anywhere that we should do that. Better to just sustain the ten in the way the ten is supposed to be and connect between us as much as possible. And with other tens, during the Congress, soon we're going to have a Congress in about a month, and then we will feel it, decide about it. Maybe before the Congress, you'll have all kinds of suggestions on what we should do. So, right, right, the, the people taking care of it, 